Hello and welcome to Empire Builders, the place for entrepreneurs, business owners and experts who want to build an epic empire. I'm Nick James and thanks for joining me here today. So quick recap. Yesterday, we started off talking about creating the vision for your business. And I talked about vision containing three things, purpose, mission, values. So yesterday we spoke about purpose, about why you do what you do, why your business exists, what purpose it serves in the world. Um, And as I said, uh, we had over 200 of you that have done that and shared your what I call growth work in the group. And there's been some amazing, uh, amazing shares, which I love. And I've done my best to comment and give feedback on as many as I can. I know Adam's also been supporting in that regard as well, because Adam knows this process back to front and inside out as I do. He's been working with me closely for the last 10 years in my various different businesses. So he can certainly provide support. So today um, we spoke it's about vision, purpose, mission, values. And uh, today is how do you actually measure your progress along the way to achieve your purpose? Um, Because our purpose is we develop people and that isn't measurable. Uh, So how do we actually go about measuring it? So um, the way that I create mission um, and the process that we take our clients through to help them determine, define their mission, in other words, the measurable journey they're on, um, is we have three key metrics that we track. Um, And the metrics are representative of how well we're fulfilling our purpose. So remember, our purpose, we develop people, is measured by three key things. Number one, revenue. I truly believe that the more people we serve, the bigger impact we make, the more income we will bring in, the more revenue. I, I believe, I learned this when I was very young from um, when I was attending a seminar in my teens, probably. I remember the speaker saying, money is nothing but the measure of the value I create, we create, you create for other people. Money is nothing but the measure of the value that you create for other people. Therefore, what does that presuppose? If you want to generate more income, more revenue, more money into your business, into your life, you simply need to find better ways, more ways of creating more value, serving more people. So I don't believe that revenue is the be all and end all. I certainly don't believe it's the only measure of success. However, I do know that as we fulfill our purpose called we develop people, the more people we develop, the more people we serve, the more people we reach, automatically the more revenue we're going to generate. So, And clearly for um, the health and success of our business, it's important to track some form of financial. So the first number I track, and it might be one that you decide to track, it might not, is annual revenue. Um, And those of you that clicked on our magic link yesterday, um, Grace, I did say that I wasn't going to ask you for any links today, but I lied. Here's the first one. So the magic link, uh, which allows us to send you, as I said, I would send you yesterday. Um, Who who got this, by the way, via Messenger yesterday? Give me a little show of hands, those that did. Those that have not had this, this is 
um, the visual representation of our vision. And I wanted to share it with you um, as a thank you for joining the challenge and also um, so that you've got a point of reference for all of this. So, um, Grace, if you can pop that link in the chat now, when you guys click this magic link that Grace is posting in the chat, then it will mean, uh, it will basically give us permission to send you um, this document uh, via Messenger on Facebook. Um, means it won't go into your spam or your junk or anything like that. So then Grace can send you that doc. Um, so, and by the way, that document um, demonstrates everything I'm talking about yesterday and today. Um, and then there'll be other stuff that we're talking about tomorrow that isn't on that document. Um, so where was I? I was on mission. So uh, revenue is the first number that we track. Um, and we've got a track um, we've got a year-to-year -year growth plan, which is the mission. The second thing that we track is number of tickets sold. So our group, um, which I call the Empire Group, Expert Empires, the Elite Closing Academy, and Super Genius Global, we're effectively um, events slash training businesses. So the other way that we measure how successful are we at We Develop People, our purpose, is how many tickets do we sell for our events? The more tickets we sell to our events, then the more people we will be serving, developing. Um, so uh, that is a key metric for us. Now, if you're not in the events business, as many of you won't be, then your ticket sold probably isn't a relevant number for you. Um, and then the third uh, number that we track is number of active clients. So the number of clients that are actively working with us in our high-level coaching, mentoring, mastermind programs. Um, so we have three numbers that we're tracking, revenue, ticket sold, number of active clients. And so I set those numbers. I've actually got um, those numbers set for the next five years. Now, it might not be appropriate for you to set those numbers that far out. What I'm going to ask you to do for now is to do two things. One, decide what are the three metrics, the three things that will help you determine how well you are fulfilling your purpose that you set yesterday. And then what are the numbers for 2022? Remember, the whole purpose of this strategic planning process that we're doing over these five days is to help you create a strategic plan that will help you double your business at least in 2022. So think about what would double your business look like? It might, and again, there's loads of ways to measure it. It could be doubling your revenue. Yeah, that's it could be clients. It could be, it could be um, for many of you, it might be number of people that you're serving in your community. Maybe you've got a free Facebook group or maybe you've got a database. So there are a number of different metrics that you could track, um, that you could focus on. Three maximum, absolute maximum three. It might even be two. Um, and uh, for today, I'm just going to ask for your growth work that you decide what the three metrics are and what the numbers associated to those are for 2022. So for, for, uh, for, for an example for you guys, um, as I said, as our revenue, number of tickets sold, number of active clients. So revenue for 2022 is 5.5 million. Active, uh, number of tickets sold is three and a half thousand, I believe. And number of active clients is 350. So those are the headline metrics. Now, when we achieve those three headline metrics, we will be fulfilling our purpose. We develop people 
at a higher level than we did in 2021, than we did in 2020. And what I've then got is what's the 2023 number, the 2024 number, the 2025 number. Now, um, what I'm going to say next will be dependent upon you as individuals and where your business is on its journey. So here, here's my bro- my broad thought or, or suggestion when it comes to creating your mission. If you're in what I would call the early stages of your business, so those that have been to my Expert Empires events, that have been through my training before, uh, I know that a few of you here are in our, our masterminds as well. Um, if you're in what I call phase one, of your business. In other words, you're not yet making a solid full-time income, then I would only do your mission, these three metrics, and put numbers alongside them for the next year. Literally, that's it. There's, there's almost no point in doing it for three, five, 10 years at this point, because it's too early. You don't know what the numbers are likely to look like. So if you're in phase one, as I call it, you're not yet at the point when you're making a full-time comfortable income from your business, literally um, do the mission for like three metrics for the next 12 months, in this case, for 2022. If you're already at what I would call phase two or even phase three, phase two being six figures, multi-six figures in terms of annual revenue, or phase three, seven figures, multi-seven figures in annual revenue, like we are, then... um, I would start to do this process a little bit longer term. So we've got our mission right now um, defined up to and including 2024, and we'll be creating the 25, 26 version um, in the next six to 12 months. So we, at the stage we're at, always want to keep our mission um, kind of four or five years in the future. Um, but for right now, if you're in the early stages, literally just one year is good. And then when you get to the end of that year, then maybe do the next year or two. Uh, essentially, the bigger your business is, the more far in advance you should be um, You should be creating your mission. The smaller, earlier in the journey you are, um, the, the shorter you should be looking at how far in advance to plan your mission. So um, growth work for today is to, first of all, decide upon the three metrics. Now, um, I one of my greatest strengths, I think, I might have even said this yesterday, is that I have no need for stuff to be perfect. It's just not not within me. I'm, I'm kind of a good, good is good enough kind of guy, which means that I can just roll with something, make a decision. I, like, I just went, right, what are the best three measurements of our success in business, um, of how well we're developing people. And I went, well, obviously revenue, tickets sold, clients. And I did that work years ago and it was fine. Hey, real quick, if you've been listening to the Empire Builders podcast for any length of time, you'll know that I do not run ads on this podcast. And what you should also know about me is that I only partner with companies who I absolutely 100% believe in. And so I'm making an exception because of my partnership and my loyalty to Keep. So since 2010, I've been using Keep, which was previously known as Infusionsoft, to automate all the sales and marketing in my business, deliver world-class experience to my clients, run e-commerce reports, manage affiliates, partners and 
and loads more. I really believe that Keep is the best CRM on the planet for small businesses, for entrepreneurs that are building their empire. Many of my guests on this podcast use it and pretty much all of my closest friends in the industry also use it. That should speak volumes. So uh, Infusionsoft recently rebranded to Keep, K-E-A-P, and what they've also done is brilliantly made it even more affordable, even more usable for businesses that are at different stages of their journey. So to go and get a free demo, all you need to do is go to keep.com, that's K-E-A-P, keep.com forward slash empire builders. And by using that link, I've negotiated the best possible deal for Empire Builders subscribers. So go to keep.com forward slash Empire Builders. You get a free demo, and when you go through that unique link, it means you'll get the best possible deal because you're a subscriber to this podcast. So let's get back to the show. Some of you, I know, are going to be in absolute turmoil over deciding what are the three that I should be measuring? What if I get it wrong? Oh, no. So, and those of you that are laughing, are laughing for a reason. Oh, Rebecca, you can't point at Matt and say that's him, not you. Um, But here's the point. Whatever you decide is better than what you came with this morning. You probably don't have clarity of your three measurements of success yet. So whatever you decide is better than what you started with. Um, And look, there's no police outside saying that once you've decided those three are the three, that you can't change your mind later. So my invitation to you as you do the growth work this morning is decide upon what would be the best three metrics, the best three things to track success in the business um, in order to measure your progress towards your purpose. Decide what those three things are and then what you want the number to look like alongside them for 2022. And it needs to be something easily measurable, easily trackable, a number in our case, revenue, tickets sold, clients served. And then um, what we then do, which is this is kind of bonus next level piece, um, is we then create a mission statement from it. We're not going to do that here. Um, but if you have had this document, I know that there's been a lot going on in the chat, Grace. I haven't actually read it all, but some people have clicked the link, have not received the docs. So we just need to make sure everyone's had it. Um, but if I bring this really close to the camera here, you'll see we've actually got the mission statement which um, summarizes our growth plan. And it says to inspire and educate experts serving 600 high-level clients in 2024. Um, So, and as you can see in 2024, we've got uh, 5,000 tickets sold and 600 clients is what we're working towards. So the mission statement is just a summary of that. Um, But for now, literally three metrics decide what they are, what the number's going to be, the growth work post will be going into the Facebook group. Grace, when does that happen? Any minute now? You could push it through. I think it's scheduled for 9.30, but you could probably push it through now. So, um, yeah, the growth work post will be going in there. Please, um, oh, 9.25 apparently. Can we, can we just post it now? I think you can You can action it ahead of time. So, um, yeah, uh, when that growth work post goes in, please comment with your three metrics and what they are for 2022. Um, And that is your growth work for today. Remember, um, when you complete the growth work for 
all five days, um, then we will, not that you should need incentivizing or a reward for doing work that's going to massively benefit you and your business, but still, um, uh, what I'm also going to give you uh, at the end of Friday is I'm going to give you our fully filled in strategic planning document. So this is like our overview of our vision, but then we've got a much more detailed strategic planning document, which I'm going to give you. I've never given it away before um, because it contains quite a lot of confidential information about our businesses. Having a real life working example makes you the creation of your version a lot lot easier so you can see what you know you, you can see what we mean by purpose mission values it means you can see um like what we mean when we talk about smart um projects and milestones and due dates and all of these different things that we're going to talk about over the next few days, that document will not just tell you what they are, but it'll give you a real life example. So um, we are going to give you that. Um, well, we're going to give it everybody who quite frankly takes this challenge seriously. And of course you all are and will, cause you're here at nine o'clock on a Tuesday morning. Um, but we're going to send it to everyone that's completed all the growth work for um, the five days. So um, the growth work post will be going in the group right now. Grace, give me a thumbs up if it's already gone in. Amazing. Um, so please uh, make sure you post what your three metrics are and the numbers associated to them for 2022. Um, I'm going to take some questions in a minute. I've seen there's been a few in the chat. If you've got a question, um, because I've got about half an hour now to, to chat and take questions. I know this is the sort of thing that, um, that might create more questions than it answers. So um, if you've got a question, click the hand raise button so I can see who would like to ask a question and then I'll bring you on. Um, before I do that, I just wanted to let you know something, um, which is later this week, we're going to be opening up an opportunity for a small number of people to do uh, to have a mastermind experience with me and my team. Um, traditionally, and some of you who are in um, our masterminds know this, um, our, our mastermind members invest anything between £8,000 and £48,000 a year to work closely with us. Um, I'm opening up a, a, a small number of spaces for just a few of you here on this challenge to come and have a mastermind experience with us. It, the investment will be far less than what it would normally be to do a whole year of masterminding with us at that kind of level. Um, so, and by the way, I've never done this before. What I wanted to, uh, I'm not gonna give you any more info about it right now, but um, what we can do is send you the details if it's of interest to you. So if you would like us to send you info about that mastermind, we're actually running it um, next month so if you'd like the info about this mastermind we're running next month just type the word mastermind in the chat here um on zoom and if you're watching this in the facebook group on replay just type the word mastermind in the comments underneath this video as well um of course, give us a hashtag replay so we know who's tuning in, who's watching in the Facebook group. Um, but if you'd like the info sent through about that mastermind experience, which is happening next month, again, um, never done it in this format before. And um, it's, um, well, let's just say this, it's far less of an investment than you would normally have to make in order to mastermind with me and my team. So um, yeah, just type the word mastermind in the chat and we'll, um, we'll just make sure that you get sent all the info in due course. So questions lynn i think was first with her hand up so morning lynn what's your question how can i help you i had my finger ready there um i would like to find out about your metrics 
So uh, could you also um, maybe think of it as activities? So three key activities that I can, or different service packages that are offered that I can measure? Yes. Yeah, so so the, the way that I think about metrics is um, these three things are the highest level measurements of success in your business. Um, so my guess is what you're talking about, Lynn, are um, next level of detail down. Um, let, let me give you um, another example, which might be helpful. So obviously mine are, as I said, revenue, ticket sold, number of clients served. Um, when I first learned this whole process that I'm taking you through um, over this week, um, the company that I learned it from called Infusionsoft, and they've now rebranded to Keep, their three, so just to give you, a, they're, they're a tech business, they're a, um, a software company. Their three, interestingly, were revenue, again, um, number of users of their software, mm -hmm. and number of employees was one of theirs. Okay. Because that, they felt that a good way to measure, that their purpose, by the way, is we help small businesses succeed. And they went, how do we know if we're helping small businesses succeed? Well, again, they're aligned with my belief, which is um, money is nothing but the measure of the value that I create, we create for other people. Um, but also they knew that increasing their users was basically the key way, like mine is for tickets and clients, was the key way of measuring how well they're fulfilling their purpose. But they also knew that if they increased users but did not increase employees, the software would suffer, the service would suffer, the client experience wouldn't be as good. So they needed to make sure that those numbers increased alongside one of that. As I mentioned earlier, Lynn, it might be that um, one of your key metrics is, like there's a couple of um, members of our mastermind, for example, who one of their big three metrics is to um, – uh, is, is number of people in their free community. Um, so like that might be a Facebook group. I, I got one or two people who's uh, one of their metrics is following, which is very broad, isn't it? But that includes Instagram following, number of people who um, follow their Facebook page, LinkedIn connections, email database, total. Because they know that, quite frankly, if they increase their following, you know, double, triple, quadruple their following over the next 12 months, then the chances are their number of clients and amount of revenue they're bringing in is probably going to follow suit. Um, by the way, something that I often get asked, um, so I'll preempt uh, that somebody probably is thinking this or asking it, um, is why do I measure revenue but not profit? Well, I do measure profit, clearly. I just don't have it as a headline metric because A, it's more complicated to calculate and work out. Um, I can only really know profit um, when our management accounts get published each month. And I wanna be able to measure it. In, I wanna be able to look and see how we're progressing in the moment at the click of a button. And I can pull that number um, at any time. And also the other reason is because we've got 25 people in our team and I want full transparency. They get incentivized and rewarded based upon um, how well we're progressing on our mission. And um, and so I want full transparency for them to know with certainty how on track ahead behind we are as far as our mission, because they get incentivized. And I, I wouldn't want them to be incentivized on something that, to be fair, uh, A, they don't have full 
transparency and vision of and b that they don't fully understand and and profitability of the business of course is quite a complex subject i can i could deliberately choose to make the the business less profitable by investing in growth and that's that's not their fault that's my decision about how i choose to manage the financial uh, finances of the business so um that's why i have revenue rather than profit as one of our big three metrics um but you could equally if you wanted to have one of yours as profit. I just mentioned that because I often get asked that question in masterminds and stuff when I talk about this subject. Um, Heidi, welcome back. Two questions in two days, Heidi. I love it. Sorry. Um, Hello again. Don't um, be, what, why do people do that? Why do people apologize for asking questions? Well, like, <laughs> I said, please let me know what questions you got. I want to help you as best I can. Um, what's your question, Heidi? What, uh, with the numbers, how, how stretch are they? I mean, are we putting down a number that's kind of the wouldn't it be amazing if, or is this the kind of, oh my God, we're dying unless, you know? Great question. Great question. I'm so happy this, uh, this came up. So um, yes, is the answer. <laughs> so the, the, look, there's no right and there's no wrong here. This is, this is your plan. And so um, let me try and put this in a way that I think everyone will understand and relate to. Some of you here this morning, are naturally wired to go big, to go stretch, to like, you know, aim for the stars. Like that's just how you're wired. Um, others are more conservative and more calculated and there is no right and wrong. And I tell you why, because it, by the way, extremes are never good. So the extreme of I'm going to shoot for crazy, like let's say for argument's sake, Heidi, I'm not saying this is you, but maybe there's somebody on here who's right at the start of their business journey and they're setting a goal of a million pounds in revenue or they're going to set a goal of having, you know, 100,000 people in their uh, following or their online community by the end of 2022. Great. Good for you. It's not my place to tell you what you can or can't do. And the lot, let's just say this, the likelihood of them achieving that is pretty slim, not impossible, but pretty slim. And so therefore at some point in the next 12 months, the chances are they're going to have to deal with a conflict, an internal feeling called I'm nowhere near where I thought I was going to be. And that's not great. Now, on the flip side, if you're the sort of person that's like super conservative and downplays your ambitions, then you're not going to stretch yourself to push as far or as hard as you could. So it, it, there's no right or wrong. For me, the, I, I guess the, the key word, which is impossible to truly achieve, is balance. You want to find something in the middle where you go, right, this feels like... like so our vision, which again, I've shared the document with you um, uh, through Messenger... That is our vision. And some people, I know this to be true, by the way, some people look at that and think, holy crap, that is like serious ambition. I know a lot of my team go think I'm absolutely off my, off my head with some of the plans that we've got for growth. Other people look at this and they might go, oh, is that all? That's not that aggressive. That's not that ambitious. Surely you could be, especially Nick, with what you do and what you teach, and you should be pushing for bigger and better things than that. And by the way, they're both right. And they're both wrong because it's nothing to do with somebody else's opinion. It's mine. It's yours. It's down to you to decide 
how um, how far you want to push it. But be wary of either extreme not being healthy. Um, so it doesn't really answer your question probably, Heidi, because it's still down to you. It's still completely down to you. I'd just be self-aware um, of or just be aware of yourself and go, I'm either the sort of person that naturally, like, plays it small, in which case I challenge you to push the boundaries a little bit and stretch yourself. I'm either the sort of person that sets the bar super high and then consistently fails to deliver on those things or maybe just rein it in a little bit to give yourself a win. The, the reason it's so difficult for me, by the way, um, my life genuinely will not be significantly better or worse when we hit this or not. It won't. Like, I'm very lucky. I'm very fortunate. I like it's not going to make a big difference to the, the things that I can or can't do. So, the, what I always say is, I am like obsessed with this document. Grace will um, nod in agreement. Like this is all over our office. I talk about it obsessively every single week with our team, and I'm not attached, which is weird, isn't it? That's a weird dichotomy. I'm obsessed but not attached. In other words, I'm not going to lose my shit if we fall behind, but I'm also like going to do everything in my power in order to ensure that we fulfill our vision. So I think sometimes we just need permission to go, actually, you know what? I'm going to set the bar where I want to set it and without judgment, like it's up to me. And then um, do everything within my power to make sure we achieve it and be okay if we don't. That was a bit of a ramble and a bit of a rant, but hopefully that kind of went some way towards clarifying that for you, Heidi. Um, we got we got time for a couple more questions. Um, Suzanne and then Kev, and then we're going to wrap up. So, um, oh, and Paul, Paul, you did have your hand up early. Right, I'm going to get to you as well, but I'm going to be quick. Suzanne, how can I help? Okay, be quick uh, on mine. Thank you. Um, this is great, Nick, by the way. Um, Financial target. So, A, if we're aiming to double our business in 2022, great. Financial targets, you know, as a stretch, I could double my financial revenue from this year. How do you incrementally grow that from a target point of view for the next five years? Because a kind yeah. of doubling every year kind of doesn't feel. Yeah, yeah it's, so, so that's good. Um, first of all, thank you. It's, it is quite an advanced question because I know where you are, Suzanne, you're already okay. at the kind of um, phase two in, in your business as such. So um, remember what I said for everybody else's benefit. If you're in phase one, early stages, you're not yet making a full-time income from your business, then you don't need to worry about this question. You just literally do your mission, your three metrics with numbers for the next 12 months. The question really, Suzanne, is how quickly can we reasonably expect to grow beyond that? Yes. And, and again, there is no formula for this, but I'm just going to give you personal experience. It's all I've got really to base this on. Um, uh, my experience in you know multiple businesses now um, is that it's absolutely possible to double your business year on year up until you get to about a million in revenue. Yeah, okay. Now, um, I could give you examples of people that have done it far more aggressively than that. I could also give you examples of people that have done it much more slowly than that. But my personal experience is I've in, if I averaged out all my different businesses that I've started and grown and scaled over the years, I'd say in the, the average would be 
that we doubled year on year up until we got to about seven figures, a million, and then it gradually slowed down. So then it maybe went from um, 100% increase in revenue year on year to maybe 70, 60, 70%, then 50%. Right, right now we're, we're growing at about 30 to 40% a year, which doesn't sound that rapid, but when you're already at multi-seven figures, it's quite a stretch to do that. Now, I'm also aware that what I'm giving you here is my experience, and it might also be representative of my limited thinking. What I will say as a cautionary tale, um, without naming names, um, I had a client a few years back uh, who joined our seven-figure mastermind. He'd done, he'd done about 600,000 in the previous year, um, running trainings, events, etc. cetera. Um, in the year that followed, he did 3 million, which is, that's 5X, right? And he was flying, but it was like, it was a bit like driving a car that, at 150 mile an hour that was never designed to go more than 70 or 80. It's getting a bit shaky, right? And the next year he did 12 million. Wow. And it went, and it fell to pieces. Because he just grew too fast. He didn't have the foundations in place. He didn't have the infrastructure in place. So I'm not about, yes, of course, look, of course, I'm about aggressive growth and rapid growth, of course, but I'm more about sustainable growth. I'm more about how can we do this in a way that ensures that you deliver a high quality experience for your clients and that your reputation not just remains intact, but grows and develops over time. And the, what happens is if you go too aggressive, um, the chances are in order to achieve that kind of growth, you'll go super aggressive on marketing and sales and then take your eye off the ball as far as delivery client experience goes and therefore, you know, potential uh, damage to your reputation. So yeah, my, my advice is always to, um, I, was, I was sharing this with my team recently, um, essentially, it's a constant plate spinning exercise between marketing, sales, delivery, and finance. I'm like, we've, just, we've got to make sure we're doing all of those really well at all times. And of course, because as I explained, it is a bit like a plate spinning exercise. Once you've got your marketing and sales rocking and rolling, you then go, oh shit. Now um, I've got to make sure that I create better systems and processes to deliver for our clients. So I better spend some time and focus there. And then you spend loads of time and focus there and all your clients and stuff are really happy. And then you've took you off the ball for sales. You have to jump back over here. And so th this is the game. Yeah. Um, and I'm fortunate that I do see it as a game and I love it, even though um, sometimes it makes me want to be stressful. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, but you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. So, so yeah, hopefully that helps Susanna. Brilliant. Just, Thank you, Nick. Oh, oh, and one final thought. There's no rule. There's no rule that says Suzanne, that success means having a seven figure business for some people. Success is getting the business to a point where you're doing what you love. You're making a difference. You're making enough income to be comfortable and you want to do that at that level for the rest of your life. Brilliant. Like, I, uh, in fact, I, I listen to um, a lot of podcasts, audio books, et cetera. One of my favorite podcasts is the Gary Vee audio experience because Gary Vaynerchuk was the headliner at our first Expert Empires event. Um, highly recommend it. And, and he, he actually speaks about this a lot. Um, you know, and he's built many huge companies. Um, uh, I, I suspect... You know, his net worth is approaching probably. He doesn't really talk about it, but I suspect reading between the lines, he's not far off being a billionaire. And he um, 
he cites, and I think there's some research to back this up, that after you're earning a certain amount of money, and I think he says like $100,000 a year in the US, that you're probably not going to be any happier. So if you think that getting your business to half a million, a million, multi-seven figures is going to make you any happier, it ain't. Now, it's also not going to make you any unhappier. So the point is, if, if for you, Suzanne, or not just for you, for anybody, you're going, right, my vision is to, um, uh, well, my purpose is X, we discussed this yesterday, and my mission is this kind of growth year on year, you got to ask yourself why. Why is that important to you? And for me, um, the reason 10 million in sales, 5,000 tickets sold and 600 clients served in 2024 is important is nothing to do with my happiness and my um, personal income. Because I go, personal income probably, bizarrely, personal income probably won't increase that much relative to, to where it is now. So really it's about impact. It's about the purpose we develop people. It's about legacy. It's about, you know, um, I, I, I heard that um, a gentleman who I, I didn't really know that well, um, but a friend of mine knew him very well, passed away um, uh, just last week, I, I think it was. Um, and he's created this leg, he's written a load of books and he's delivered a load of training that makes a big impact on young people, on kids. And I'm like, that's like, that message lives on. I go, I want to build a group that makes a big impact and isn't about me. Um, hence why Elite Closing Academy, where Matt delivers the training, hence Super Genius Global, where Ryan Pinnock delivers the training. Um, so that was actually a longer answer than I wanted to give, Suzanne, but great question. And, no, brilliant. And, that was really good. And really, it's, it's, it's your call, as I said. Yeah. Um, it, you've got to decide what what is, what is right for you yeah. and do it for you and not for anybody else. Often, I think we're setting financial targets and we're doing it for other people. We're doing I'm, it. I'm finding I'm doing it. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. I feel like, we feel like we're doing it because we want to... Um, we should be doing it. Keep up or we should be doing it. And by the way, if it's important, to, like if it is important to you for whatever reason to build a seven-figure business, don't be embarrassed, ashamed, or afraid of that. If it is, if it is important, then go for it. Um, but do it because it's important to you and because it actually is an indicator of you fulfilling your purpose, not because you want to you feed your ego and look good in front of other people. Thank you, Nick. All right, you're welcome. I've got nine minutes. Kev and Paul. Uh, Valentin, I've seen that you've got your hand up, but I might not get to you. Kev. Hi. Hi. Thank, thanks for this, Nick. being great last couple of days. Um, just a quick one. So we've got a... Um, We've got like a subscription service, but most people probably have on here, but people appear a membership fee that directly relates to how often the users and what level of service they use. Yeah. Um, two metrics I definitely like to use is total membership, so we know we're reaching more people. Yeah. And then our attrition rate, so we know we're not losing people on the bottom end and we've got good customer service. Yeah. That's definitely my favourite too. Now, you've already half answered this question on um, whether we should be going for total income, total profit. But the other one is because people pay for our service at different levels, um, should we be looking at average mem member value so they're getting a better price of our service? Got it. Great question. Um, and I hadn't covered this. There's, there's, a, there's our big three, which I've told you, revenue, tickets sold, active clients. We have about 75 different metrics that we track weekly in our business. 
that contribute to those big three. And the reason I know it's about 75 is we've got 25 people in our team and they all have a big three for their individual role. So all of this data, all of these metrics feed the big three. So should you track churn rate or attrition rate? Yes. Should you track lifetime value of a customer? Yes. Should you track X, Y, Z? Yes. Um, conversion rate, opt you know, should you track email open rates? Yes. Should you attract, there's, 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 like I said, 75 different things that we track weekly, which is a lot. Um, all of those things though, feed your big three. So Kev, decide on what the big three are. And then um, how many people you got in your team, if any? Four. Great. So I would say perfect for you right now, a great balance would be we've got our big three, which is the overarching way of measuring our progress towards our purpose. Um, number of total number of clients sounds like a good one for you. Um, revenue slash profit might be another. The other one that could be uh, interesting for you, Kev, would be um, monthly recurring income, maybe could be another one. Um, but there's, there's loads of things it could be. And then your four, you plus three, I guess, members of your team um, should have a big three for each of their roles. Now we're getting into far more detail and far more advanced than I wanted to here. But essentially there's a big three for the company and then there's a big three for each individual person. Um, so I have a big three that I report every week to my team. Adam, the head of marketing has a big three that he reports. Grace, who's here, um, has a big three that she reports in her team each week. So um, this is how we keep a track of progress um, across the board. But your big three for the business as a whole is what we're talking about this morning. That's the growth work. That's what I want you to post in the comments. And by the way, post, like I saw a couple of people do this yesterday, which I highly encourage, um, in the growth work thread, if you're unsure, maybe post, here's the five or six metrics that I'm considering. Which ones do you recommend? And me or one of the team will go in and say, oh, those three make most sense. So we'll, we'll coach you and support you through this. Hopefully that answers your question, Kev. Thank you. Awesome. Paul, we have a couple of minutes before we need to wrap up. So uh, what's your question, mate? Hello. 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 Hi. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit with the metrics. I've, I've got two. Um, so revenue and possibly projects completed. Um, okay. I know what my end goal is. I've got a seven-year plan. I want to be out in seven years. Nice. Uh, that gives me my lifestyle that I want to enjoy. Um, I have an idea roughly what my figures might be for next year and maybe following years in order to get where I want to be. Um, but obviously the metric bit. So, so our figures will be just each year what we're trying to build or what we're looking at target-wise. Mm -hmm. But then the, the, it's the metric bits that um, I guess I'm struggling a little bit with. Yeah, so so for now, all we're talking about that those those two, um, which I think you said revenue and number of projects completed. Yeah, that might be it. Like that but might... I don't know whether to include when you're talking about following from a um, you know social media that sort of thing. So, that so the question is, people... how big an impact would following have positively or negatively, depending on how it goes, on number of projects completed on overall income? So if we were to increase our following on social media with you know, residential projects that we develop, then people are going to look at them and think, yes, that's what I want. So, so maybe, maybe. It sounds to me like you've got two locked in for sure, and maybe um, social media following could be a third. Um, 
So just play around with it a little bit, I guess. Um, but there's no, like I said, there's no right or wrong. The fact is having a um, having a clear, definitive, here are the numbers we're tracking, here's what we want to hit in 2022. Um, that, which is the growth work for today, puts us in a great position to then do the remaining uh, the remaining parts of this process Wednesday Thursday Friday to create a strategic plan but before we can do the hopefully you're you're you know seeing the the or you're understanding the thinking behind all of this which is we can't work out what our strategy is what our plan is until we've decided why we're doing it and how we're going to measure success in the next 12 months in particular, as we've spoken about today. So but it might be that those two are good for now, Paul. Um and as you develop the business, as you grow, there'll be more and more key metrics and numbers, some of which I've mentioned here, um, that you might want to track. But I'd say, uh, remember, we've got you know um, 25 people on our team, but there are three headline metrics that we track in our business. And then everybody else has three things that they track in their individual roles. It was interesting with the legacy that you were talking about, because my daughter actually asked me what my legacy would be, something she got from school. Oh, wow. My legacy would be, and I had to sit and think for a minute, thinking, well, actually, I don't know. And then, you know, when we talked about it, I thought, well, actually, our legacy will be probably all the buildings that we've built and developed that people will use for another 50, 60, 70 years after, after I'm not here for... Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, and, and look, I mean, that's that's um, part of purpose, which we spoke about yesterday. So, um, right, thank you, everyone. Please make sure you post on the growth work thread. Let's have a look, see how many posted so far on the growth work thread. Um, we're at 667 members. Please um, share. We're, we're, we're shutting down um, entry to the group, I believe at is it eight o'clock tonight, Grace? I can't remember when it is. I think it's eight o'clock tonight. We're shutting down entry to the group. So um, please uh, take the link that Grace will drop into the chat right now and share it on your Instagram, your Facebook, your LinkedIn, all the socials. Um, send it to anybody who you think would benefit from being part of this challenge that we're running over these five days. We'd really appreciate your support. When we get to 800 members um, by eight o'clock tonight, then I'm going to give away three brand new iPads, um, just as a thank you for helping us um, invite more people in and sharing the love. Uh, right, let's have a look. We've got um, right, we've got twelve people that have done the growth work, and I'm guessing this one's been slower today than it was yesterday. Even though we've got a similar number of people on the live, this takes more thought, doesn't it? This takes a bit more thinking. So it might be um, that you give this a bit of thought over the next hour or whatever, but you should be able to do this in five minutes. Um, just five minutes focused time thinking about it. So um, remember, as I said, um, if you would like information on the mastermind that we're running next month, that we're opening up, um, it's very different to anything we've ever done before. Um, for a start, the um, commitment of time and investment financially is far less than it normally would be to be part of one of our masterminds. Drop the word mastermind in the chat here, just so we know that you'd like all the info. And then when we're ready to release it all, um, which will be in the next 24, 48 hours, then we'll make sure you get it sent through. Um, what else did I need to... Any other important announcements? I think that was it. I think we're good. Make sure you do the growth work. That is what you're here for. Don't just make this five days listening to me for half an hour, 45 minutes a morning. That will not help you. Actually doing the work will help you. Um, and remember, when you complete all the growth work after five days, it's only five minutes a day. It's all, all you need to commit. 
um, we'll send you our fully filled in, completed strategic planning document so that you can take what we've given you and implement it and double, at least double your business in 2022. Right, ladies and gents, thanks for joining me again this morning. Really appreciate it. If you've been watching on the replay in the Facebook group, please drop a hashtag replay in the comments. If you want us to send me info, about our uh, upcoming mastermind that we're opening next month, then please drop the word mastermind in the chat here on the Zoom, or indeed, if you're watching on Facebook, in the comments underneath this video. See you tomorrow morning again, nine o'clock. Be there. Remember, as always, more you connect, more you collect. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Empire Builders. Please subscribe, leave us a review on Apple, on Spotify, on other platforms, and uh, share the love, tell your friends. Remember, till next time, the more you connect, the more you collect.